Support the show by donating at themusicbuds.com. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 17, and my name is Henry. This week, I am so honored to be joined by the rock band, the Nova Twins. With me is Amy Love. Hi. And Georgia South. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Y'all, it it is so nice to meet you. I I love and respect your music so much, and it's so nice of you to take the time. So thank you. Thanks for having us. Well, how's life? Yeah, um, now life's good considering it's obviously very chaotic, but it, it you know, it's good. We're, you know, we're focusing on new music, we're you know, doing collaborations, we're just trying to stay as productive as we can during, like, obviously this pandemic. Um, and whilst we can't gig live, we just, yeah, keep moving forward any way that we can, really. So yeah. it's good. Georgia, what about you? Yeah, the same, really. Um, I think it's definitely been a crazy year, but I think considering we haven't done any gigs and stuff, it's actually a lot of great things have happened as well. Like the, all the collabs, like the Bring Me collab, and we've been working behind the scenes on other things too, and we've been able to do loads of songwriting, which mm. if we were just on the road, we wouldn't really have time to fit that in all summer, so it's been great in that sense. That's awesome. How did y'all get started? I mean, that's kind of just a basic question, but how did y'all form? Well, we were friends way before the band, like literally like sister, it was a sisterhood. So, you know, it was inevitable that we'd create music together because we both were in separate projects doing music, but always hanging out. So we wrote a song together one day um, just at home and um, it was called Bad Bitches. And it was full of, it was heavy, it was full of sass. It, every, all the elements kind of just went together straight away. And we thought this, it was so fun to write. It was just effortless working together. Mm. You know, everything was so just fluid. So we just thought, you know, we need to make this official. Yeah. Uh, because we would have the best time. And we mm-hmm. did. Like going on tour is so fun. It's just like going on holiday every night in a hotel just feels like a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. So it's been great. and um. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. When you were growing up did, and you went to concerts, was that like being a musician, was that something you were like, I need to do that? Or did it just kind of come through different avenues? I think from a young age, I think we've both from a young age have always wanted music for different various reasons. But for me, I just, I don't know why it's my mum listened to music but she wasn't necessarily musicals in the terms of playing it and none of my friends were either so I just knew that I wanted to sing and then I did (laughs) (laughs) came to you you're calling (laughs) like the age like one to two or three four five maybe I wanted to be a vet just because I loved pets and fluffy then after that imagine you being a vet I, you know, yeah, always wanted to do. Same with you, G, isn't it? Like your parents are musical. Yeah, they're all my family are really musical. So I think <laughs> I just, yeah, I just played musical from a very young age, and I think that's just all I wanted to do. I can't think of anything else yeah. that I wanted to do. 
was it um anything else <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um was the the music that you the style of music you do do now what you typically typically listen to or was it kind of all over the place we grew up listening to all sorts of different music i grew up listening to people like well when i was really young like stevie wonder donny hathaway and then more like rappers like eminem kanye west missy elliott nerd and then later on i discovered like more rock bands so i think it was just like an evolution of sound for me but you had different influences too yeah i grew up in essex so I guess my surroundings was, was quite like a pop culture. It was um, like when I was young, I was listening to Spice Girls, you know. <laughs> sure. Then like Garage and my mum would listen to like soul singers like Tony Braxton so much and like Whitney Houston. But then I think when I went to, when I went to college, when I was 16, I started getting into like live bands and like live music and stuff. And then that's when it all changed for me there. I think I was listening to bands like New York Dolls and Deep Purple and really kind of getting into like Kate Bush and Joni Mitchell. And suddenly it was like, whoa, this whole new world kind of opened up. E. Davis showed me her and I could yeah. radiation with her. It was, it was, yeah, she's incredible. So I think from that and then our old influences and then like we love Destiny's Child. So it's like the 90s mm. kind of like punk garage glam rock it's all it's everything's gone in there basically yeah. and that's the best thing about music is that you get to explore different genres like you know we want to listen to salsa in the kitchen one night we will do you know what i mean it's, <laughs> what, it's your mood and i think that's why our music is so eclectic because we are open to all the music yeah. <laughs> all, mu all the music <laughs> yeah. yeah well i, I think that really comes through in your music because there's so much interesting variation. Now the, the album, who are the girls, which is fantastic, by the way, I know uh, that the title itself is great. And I know that you've talked about in the past, how that title kind of has a, I, I don't know what you call it, a, a background or a, a very specific meaning to it with how you've uh, risen as a band. Yeah, I think, you know, Who Are The Girls is kind of like, it's for the underdogs for one, it's for how we felt kind of coming up, because people always literally like, who are the girls on this rock festival stages, being the only women of colour, playing this heavy music, um, and it was always such a surprise, and I think um, for us, it was kind of saying, you know, we're here, there's also a whole, there's a lot of us that many don't even know that are there, and we're here and we're, you know, turning up, we're present and we're kind of want to be in your face. So, um, you <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is who are the girls, you, you know, it's for everybody who feels like that, that they're yeah. the underdogs and not heard. So. And one thing that, that really strikes me with the power of the music is that it has this like, this explosive fire to it that's so cathartic and, and freeing in a way. And it creates such a unique identity because that energy is in every second of your music. And I, I just, I love and connect with that so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think that just comes from, you know, us feeling like we've just got to go for it. Because when we're on festival stages, we know like probably 80% of that audience have never seen 
um, you know, a band like us that looks like us. So we just know that we have to just bring it to represent a whole world that, you know, hasn't had the voice or chance to be seen yet. And we're given the kind of the platform at that moment to show everyone that. So we just feel like we have to represent those people. Yeah. So we make it loud. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the way to be, you know? Also, uh, in terms of your style, y'all's music videos are so good and they're so cool and they're so like colorful and stylized. And I know that you've, you've talked about how you were very involved with the design of those, like the, the car in Vortex and painting the apartment. Is that really important to you in terms of getting that vision out? I think um, for us, it's when you're an independent band, you don't have all the choices. You don't have all the budget in the world. You can't bring up this music and be like, yo, you know, can we have this... Like, I don't know, thousands of pounds worth of video footage or blah, 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 blah. So I think for us, we evolved naturally by doing it DIY. Because we're thinking, okay, how, what can we do to create a music video? We don't have this money. So we have to think outside the box a lot of the time. And I think that's just allowed us to really explore our ideas and creativity. Um, and it's been really, really fun. And what we do, you know, we there's always like a friend or someone we know who's like, yeah, I've got this flat. It's about to be re- renovated. Do you want to do it up? And then, we, yeah. And then we, me and Georgia spent a week in there eating the dust and the dirt. <laughs> Savage in there. Um, and <laughs> that design, because like, you know, it, and for us, that's fun. That's our idea of like fun. It can be stressful, but it's fun. <laughs> Lindley, who shot the video, we, you know, we found him at a later date and we said, oh, by the way, we've, we happen to have this set design. Do you want to come and shoot the video? And he was like, yeah. And same with Vortex. It was your dad's old um, Jag, wasn't it? He yeah. Was gonna... <laughs> yeah, he was about to scrap it and we were like, uh, can we spray paint it first and use it for our video? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and one uh, with the music videos, Taxi, which has this like, graphic novel comic book almost like blade runner matrix vibe to it mm. how did how did that concept come about because it's so like it's so present in every moment that came about like when we were writing the song we had the visuals for the music video so it was very much like we just kind of planned the video and wrote the song at the same time it was really weird so like we'd add fun sound effects in the song like machine guns and like car screeches crazy noises thinking of the video like oh it's going to be like an action kind of like our version of a movie in a video so i think yeah. it was definitely inspired off the song just like some create these worlds like a fantasy and it's funny because at the time it was like yeah like wouldn't it be great if we could do this and have this like pink cadillac and that could be the <laughs> riding around in and blah 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 all hypothetical you know we, we didn't yeah. think happen because we met harry who could make that happen because again it was like i don't know we we didn't know if someone could make a virtual world and create that for us but he done an amazing job at doing it so we're incredibly lucky to have met yeah yeah he's sick shout out harry lindley <laughs> also i think of all your great songs i think my favorite is devil's face which you've talked about how it, it touches on brexit 
was that a pretty impactful or important one to have out there? I think Brexit was one of the issues. I think yeah. it was at the time it we just felt this tension and finger pointing and people being who is you're the problem, you're this problem, we'll see like more racism and more bigot minded people come rising that they're literally they were everywhere. And even people you knew. Um, mm. and we felt something was happening and we just thought, whilst all these people are blaming immigrants, blaming this, blaming that, blaming people of colour for, you know, the problems, it's like there's ten fingers pointing back and we just thought we all have a part to play in why we're here today, but we just wanted to touch on that. No one's innocent. So, you know, it was that pressure that was building that we wanted to touch on. And that's why we're like, devil's got your face on. Look at your reflection. Mm. It's like, it's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, it's kind of a, a vague, broad question, but like, do you find that having, having been in music for a while now, having played for a lot of different types of audiences and having, you know, such a variety of fans, do you find that there's a feeling or, or something that you feel most proud of with how you've connected with people in your music? I mean, cause I know that there have been big figures like Iggy pop and um, Tom Morello singing your praises. And mm -hmm. so like, has there been something that you feel could be even something you've noticed over time with your band and how it's evolved with your fan base? I think we love we love how we can um, connect with our fans, and we do feel like it's a very unique and like special relationship. Um, and I think even more so over lockdown, because we've done so many like fun challenges where they get to like literally slay it and show their talent because they're so talented. <laughs> they can draw, they can do riff out on music, they can um, do sick makeup looks. Um, and it's been so nice to see that and just share just like what they love doing and what we love doing. And I think we just like to see it as kind of like a family and a friendship rather than like fans and stuff. Cause yeah, they're just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really for us to see the diversity in our fans as well. Like mm -hmm. when we do our shows and when we were doing our shows, obviously we're missing them days so much. Mm -hmm. but it was nice to see, we, I think when we first started, we always wanted to see a mixture of people because a lot of the times when we'd go to like punk gigs, rock gigs, we'd be the only people of colour there. There's sometimes the only women. Do you know what I mean? There'd be very mm -hmm. few first started. And obviously it's been great because I feel like more women are starting to come to the front in these shows and stuff like that. And then I think it was about diversifying even the women in that space as well and making it an inclusive safe space for everybody didn't matter what you kind of identify as or where you're from we're just all there listening to rock punk music because it's supposed to be the music for everybody it's supposed to be a unifying sound so that's what we really wanted to achieve from the music and definitely the last couple of years that's been happening at our shows that we notice it's more people and especially young girls coming up to us saying oh you know their hair might have been fro and then they felt they had to, then it sweated it out and it was great. Or people <laughs> saying, I wanted to show my little girl and she might be like a little mixed girl just to show options for her in this, you know, in this kind of world. So really, really important to keep pushing that message and just to make as many people feel 
um, as comfortable as we can in them spaces. Yeah. And along with that, like, do you find that just like, is touring something? Yeah. I mean, for those reasons are of course very important. Like, do you find that touring is that, that your favorite part of the process, like getting to go on tour, playing for, you know, so many different types of people in so many different places that is that like, you know, the, I don't know, like what you live for in a way almost. Yeah. Like touring, we love touring. Everyone always says touring or studio and it would always have to be touring because you do get to connect with like so many people and finally like meet people that are supporting you online. Cause, um, just seeing like people face to face, we take so much for granted. And now that we can't do it that anymore, it's just like, Oh, (laughs) no, you miss it so much. And, um, and we love seeing different places and traveling. We've traveled to like crazy places like Kazakhstan, reunion Island, South Africa. And literally would never be able to do that if we didn't make music. So it's Mm. just, you know, awesome that we've been able to do that. And we're so lucky that we had that opportunity as well. Yeah. Well, now, uh, in terms of the the studio time, the one thing to mention about the record is that it's produced by Jim Abbas, who did the Arctic Monkeys, uh, or or who worked with the Arctic Monkeys, Adele. I mean, so many big names. Was that a lot of pressure, or did that feel like more exciting getting to work with someone who has such a long uh, <laughs> history? I think Jim. Yeah, like when obviously Jim kind of came into our dms and was like what are you up to now we was like oh it just so happens that we've got an album ready to go like and he, we you know we had an introduction day did a song together the thing is with jim he's not like it's sometimes you hear horror stories of some producers big producers who are a bit pretentious and a bit scary and a little bit like edgy jim is so like down to earth so we had so much fun recording and we just ate loads of good food, recorded or and great at making, I think, artists, no matter how big or small they are, just feel really comfortable yeah. and feel their opinions feel valid and not just like, well, no, that's ridiculous. You know, I know what I'm doing. He's, it's a collaborative effort with Jim. Um, he's a great producer to work with. So, you know, it, it was anything. It was exciting and it was fun. Yeah perfect way to introduction for us to actually record our first album. It was the best way. Yeah. Um, well, uh, now I think one thing that I, I, I just love about music is that you can kind of like grow up with an artist, with a band. Do you find, are there any artists and it could be some of the ones you, you already mentioned earlier. Are there any artists that you have in a way, gotten to know or lived with for a long time that like like some of my favorite artists i feel like i know them better than i know like friends you know because like you have those deepest little connections that you know things like art can really bring out is there anybody like that that comes to mind for you um for me when i was growing up i did love pharrell like i loved nerd and i really got into like him and the way he kind of produces things um but i can't think of anyone else <laughs> no that's okay i was just i was just curious obviously like beyonce just because she's sick and you of know, course inspires black yeah women. sure <laughs> amy any any for you 
It's just like influence. <laughs> so it, it, can, it, it can be. It like can you be. was obsessed with at one point growing up or yeah. really like loved. Just different phases, I guess. Um, <laughs> I remember. No, <laughs> Paul Stanley from Kiss. That was quite an obsessive moment. Oh, oh yeah. But I <laughs> really obsessed for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know why. It was really no. In the no. kind of shirts and the heels. I don't know. It was. Yeah. It was. A, I don't know. I just have little obsessions. Like there's lots of people I loved. Like when Destiny's Child came out as a, as a young girl, I you know I enjoyed that that moment a lot. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, know. No, oh Yeah. It's okay. I mean, that's little things that you know you remember being. Oh, I was obsessed with this person for like a week, and then you suddenly yeah. change it. Yeah. Or live performance. It's quite um, sparse, but it probably happened quite often. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, veering off from music a little bit with just how the, the year has gone, what are y'all doing besides music? Are there any hobbies, habits, anything you're, any movies, TV shows, uh, anything like that that you're enjoying? <laughs> um, we're going to sound so boring right now. Like I we know, we're we like, they're so boring. <laughs> The shows that I'm watching as well, people are gonna be like, "Oh God!" <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm the same. So, <laughs> I was just watching Nashville, and I got through all Ooh. of it. It was quite fun looking at the bluebird and knowing that that's a place. That was fun, but the ending wasn't so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved um, through lockdown. I got obsessed with Desperate Housewives. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love it, and now I'm watching This Is Us. Oh yeah, that's that's a great show. Yeah, that show will take it out of you. You know, it's a uh, been crying a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's emotional, really yeah. emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, know, I, uh, I I love talking to you. Is there anything else you want to mention about about the band? A anything coming up? And it's okay if not. I just don't want to leave anything uh, unsaid. Well, next week, I think next Friday, we've got a song with Bring Me the Horizon coming out called One by One. Sweet. Um, and yeah, so listen out for that. We love it. <laughs> Sweet. A few things on the horizon. Oh, that was not my That was so stupid. <laughs> 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 Two things on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. All right. Well, y'all, I just am so appreciative for you to have taken the time. I really look up to you two and to your band and your music's impact. And so thank you for taking the time to chat no thanks for having us on oh my pleasure um nice chat you. yeah all right everybody we hope you enjoyed it uh as much as we did and we'll see you next time <laughs>